Hi, I'm David Jackson and welcome to my podcast, D-Time, a personal project of mine where I simply share what I'm learning in life spiritually as a Christian, husband, father, and human. Each episode you'll hear from myself and I'll also sit down with a guest and talk about various topics and get their insights as well. Life is all about learning and I love learning from other people and seeing what sparks come from discussions on everyday topics. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to D-Time, Season 1, Episode 26, titled The Craftswoman. And man, I'm excited to talk uh, with the guest of today, Nicole Jenkins. Um, I've known her for a little under a year, but um, she's always making something. Uh, very creative, very uh, handy, and always has great ideas. Uh, man, just just excited to chat with her more, and you'll you guys will see uh, what she's up to. But uh, the topic intrigued me because you know we all have maybe have little hobbies or things that we like to do, things that we that that work the creative side of our brains. But I wonder if we understand how important it is to that we have hobbies, that we have things that we do, things that occupy or, or activate that creative side of our brains. And I think it's very important. I think it's very important to to make sure that we're we're being creative, that we're um, you know putting ourselves out there, exploring new things. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear from Nicole, hear what she has to say, hear what helps her kind of get into a creative space, and uh, you know, and honestly, just hear the different types of things that she's uh, dove into uh, creatively. And so uh, I'm interested to hear from you guys as well. You know, what are some things that you do to get creative? What are some of your hobbies, things that kind of help activate that part of your brain? Um, It'd be cool to see the different types of things that folks are into. So as always, you know, leave some hobbies, leave some crafting tips uh, or tricks in the comment section. You can follow this podcast at D-Time Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or reach uh, out to us at dtimepodcast at gmail.com. So stick around for part two where I sit down with Nicole and talk about uh, being a craftswoman and what that entails and some things that have helped her and uh, what she's getting into. So stick around for part two. Peace. Hey, welcome to part two of D Time, season one, episode twenty six. Uh, I titled this "The Crafts Woman," um, and I have a special guest, Nicole uh, Jenkins, here, uh, and we're gonna talk about crafting. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, before we kind of dive into the topic, um, Nicole, can you take a couple minutes uh, just to share about yourself to the whoever may be listening? Sure. Um, so kind of just do a quick overview, um, of the last 34 years. Um, I grew up in New Hampshire, um, and I spent a lot of time outside. I loved reading. I loved working with animals. We usually always had horses or we had friends with horses. So I was riding a lot. Um, I was really involved in 4-H growing up. I did Irish dancing for all four years of high school, um, and then I went to school, I went to college for two years at Seattle Pacific University, um, decided I didn't like my major, and so I went back home, and then I got in a long-distance relationship with Brian, now my husband, um, so I moved to Virginia, and then we got married, and 
we I lived there for seven years, and then we moved to Seattle, and we have two kids, and I stay home and take care of them, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the the title is all about crafting, and in the short time that I've known you, and I, we we're talking earlier, uh, mm. I don't know of anyone that that's that's has so much. Um, I don't even because I don't know about your full uh, experience in crafting, but I don't know uh, anyone that has so many different avenues of crafting that I know about. Just so yeah. small amount, you know. So, um, for you, as best as you can, um, how would you describe your crafting journey? Yeah, so my crafting journey has really been like a lifelong um, process, um, kind of in figuring out what I like to do, which turns out is kind of some of everything, which is why that's what you know about me. <laughs> um, it really started as a really, at like a really young age with my parents. Um, they always encouraged me. I was always drawing and doodling and um, doing projects and so they really encouraged me in that and they also set a really good example, like my mom um, was always like baking cakes for people and she did really fancy decorations and my dad builds um, pipe organs and he also does a lot of other wood crafting and carving and stuff like that um, so seeing them do their things and then like my dad would take me to work with him um, and he would teach me how to use different tools and um, he would let me raid the scrap wood bin um, that they had there at his work and he would just let me make basically whatever I wanted whatever I was in the mood to make he would just help me with a few things here and there but he basically just let me do it myself so I made all kinds of things I'd make like little stables for my horses and um I think I made like a skating ramp thing for like a mini skateboard. It had like ramps and launches and stuff. Um, so that was a big thing. And then also I did 4-H for like 12 years. Um, that gave me a lot, of, a lot of opportunities to learn from a bunch of different people, a bunch of different crafts. Um, and I had a bunch of different teachers, which was really cool to learn from different people. Um, Cause they would all like, Basically, for 4-H, the leaders would volunteer um, and get paid to do any of this stuff. So, basically, they would volunteer to teach something that they really enjoyed doing. So, you're learning from someone who's really, really into what they're doing. So, that was really um, inspiring to me to see people be really into their craft and want to teach others that. So, I got that. And so, I guess a lot of that carries into where I am today. Um, I take online classes on Skillshare. I'm sure some people have heard of that. Um, basically, mm -hmm. it's an online resource. You can basically learn anything on Skillshare. Um, so I go in there and I just find classes on things I'm really interested in. So I just can take them at my own pace and whenever I can find some time. Um, I'm also volunteering at a local company here in Seattle called The Works. Um, mm -hmm. It's a woman-owned company, and the whole point is to build a community um where people can get together and, I mean, they do crafts, but they do all kinds of stuff. They keep adding more and more things. Um, so that's really cool. So I get to go and volunteer for some of the classes for that, and I've taken a few also. Um, and I'm also trying to do it once a month. I host a ladies' art night. Uh, we kind of took the summer off a little bit, but it's basically just one night out of the month, um, for ladies to get together sans children and just hang out and talk and um, share some snacks and drinks. And we sometimes do like a set project. Sometimes we do a bring your own project. It really just depends kind of on the month and the time of year, stuff like that. But that's been a really cool thing where I get to 
take some of the things I've learned over the years and share them with other people and kind of teach a little bit. I don't do too much teaching, but just a little bit to get people going. And then we just kind of let it roll from there. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My, my wife went to one of those and uh, she's like uh, picked up the, the, I'll call it the knitting bug. You know, she's knitting. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, um, what what about crafting like do you do you love the most or kind of like what what gets it going for you in terms of crafting um so i think um really it's for me it's like learning new things like i said i like to do a lot of things i consider myself a collector of hobbies um basically like something really interests me and i do a lot of looking into it and i do a lot of um looking on pinterest obviously for ideas and I may take like a Skillshare class if I can find one or some YouTube tutorials. And then I just like dive right in because um, mm-hmm. it's really all about just like learning something new um, and then getting to use that. And usually all my crafting I end up using for like gift making. Um, I did have an Etsy shop for a little while that kind of didn't really work out, but it was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's just cool to be able to have those skills when things come up and be like oh hey i know how to do some of that or oh i have an idea for that so yeah yeah nice so what what would you say is your favorite thing to craft or in the past or maybe something you're looking forward to um i don't know i really like woodworking which is something i haven't done in quite a while just because i don't Mm -hmm. have tools and the resources to do it right now um but i guess at the moment i'm really into watercolor um it's just been really like a fun medium to play with because um, you can just do a bunch of experimenting. It's not really that hard to get started. You just need some brushes and some paint and water and some paper. Um, and that's been fun to just incorporate into things like um, I've taken a bunch of Skillshare classes on that. And then just being able to make little cards or add into my journal or just random stuff where I can just like pull up my watercolors and add little details here and there and stuff like that. So that and hand lettering has been the other big thing I've been into lately. Um, so I've been practicing that a lot, and which is also another fun thing to use for, like, making cards and writing tags and yeah. different things like that. So, wow. so you know, in, in the first part, you know, I talked a lot about, you know, when it comes to crafting, you know, I, I wouldn't consider myself, like, handy in terms of crafts, but I, I do think that, you know, everyone, despite – whatever level they feel like they're at it has ability to create something i think it's something that we're all kind of innately born with you know mm-hmm. to to make things so for you if someone came to you who wanted to kind of get into crafts and maybe felt like they you know weren't at that level what kind of advice would you give them give them if uh, for someone wanting to get into crafting so really what most of the time if someone's like oh i don't really craft or oh i'm not really good at this or whatever i'm like just go for it. Like, just have fun with it. Like, it's not, you're not, don't put pressure on it. Like, it's not, you're not trying to do it, like, and make a career out of it. You're not trying to, you know, do it to make money. You're just want to do something fun or learn something new. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so many great resources out there right now. Like, you can find a tutorial on pretty much everything on YouTube um, or go on Pinterest and find some ideas to help get you started. Um, If you really want to invest some of it, uh, Skillshare is a great place to start, too, because you can take as many classes as you want, like, for the whole year. And they offer, like, a free month or two-month trial, I think, when you sign up. Um, 
So you can try it before you even have to pay for anything to see if you even like it. Um, even if you just want to get some ideas. Um, and also you don't have to spend like a lot of money on supplies to get started either. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the kind of person who likes to research a lot of stuff before I buy it. Like I weigh the pros and cons of everything. I look at all the reviews. (laughs) Like I do all kinds of research before I purchase uh, my supplies, but, um, that's now back when I was younger, it was just like, I'd just go to Michael's and buy like the $5 set of whatever. Um, or you can get really cool. They sell all kinds of, um, kits now to get started. Like if you want to learn like macrame or, um, needle felting or any, like there's tons of stuff out there and you can just buy a kit and it comes with everything you need to get started. And they're like, I don't know, most of them are like under $15. So, Hmm. um, you don't really have to like go crazy and buy some of everything, like just a couple of things to get you started. Or even, um, I found a lot of craft supplies at the thrift store too, um, depending on what it is you want to do. Um, so yeah, pretty much just like, just go for it. <laughs> like it's just for fun. Like it's not, don't put pressure on it to be like amazing your first time out trying something. Cause I definitely was not like, I just keep trying and practicing and, until I get better. So nice. Awesome. Awesome. So one thing I always uh, ask everyone I, I sit down and chat with is um, what what's the best piece of advice that someone's giving you? And it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, in the realm of crafting. It can be about anything. Yeah. So I was trying to think of something I haven't like nothing stood out to me really. But um, one thing I picked up kind of recently um, was basically like the best thing to do is just give yourself like five to 10 minutes a day um, to do something creative. Like it doesn't even necessarily have to be the same thing every day. Um, But just doing that for like five to 10 minutes, um, it kind of just starts to become like, you'll just notice that incorporating that into your day actually just makes you feel more creative for the whole day. Like no matter what you're doing, um, and just kind of stick to it. Like, don't give up on it. Like, if you decide, oh, I'm going to do, like, a little doodle every day and just take it five minutes and do a little doodle. Like, at first, maybe it's not the greatest, but that's not what matters. It's uh, it's the practice of it. It's, like, getting yourself into that habit. And, like, um, even that little bit of practice, like, you're going to start to see improvement. Um, so... I guess that would be my piece of advice to someone else. I don't know that I've necessarily gotten that specifically from anybody, but um, I know for myself that that is helpful to me. So. No, it's great. No, it's a great idea. I think exactly, you know, should be creating something every day. Yeah. Um, Cause I just feel like people think like, Oh, I need to sit down and commit, you know, like an hour or two hours to trying to mm-hmm. get really good at this one thing really fast when it's not, you're more going to stress yourself out when you do that as opposed to just doing one little thing or even working up to getting, you know, where you can sit down for an hour and do something. Um, so. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I've definitely learned a lot. I'm going to definitely check out, uh, Skillshare, um, and get, get, find some inspiration. Um, Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk about, uh, your crafting. Um, if there's any links or anything that you want me to include on the, episode uh, uh by all means feel free um for those listening um maybe share some of the crafts that you've made or some some things that you're kind of into 
and uh, even some tips or tricks that that have helped keep you going. Um, you can follow the podcast on D Time Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and D Time Podcast at Gmail dot com. Nicole, once again, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was fun. <laughs> thank you for joining me for D Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a topic that you'd like discussed. You can leave suggestions in the comments or follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at The Time Podcast. See you next time.